You look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. Petr Cech's favourite movie is the Spice Girls movie. Victoria Beckham once signed a book deal for five years talking about cabbage. <laughs> you got me my own trick. That's not allowed. Get in. Welcome to Go Poster Jumpers Football Podcast. Episode uh, 12. Episode 12, mate, yeah. Uh, just a special episode today. We are actually recording on the top of the Empire State Building in New York as a special this video. kind of... Everyone's going to know that we're not on the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, we... <laughs> okay. Welcome. So, welcome to... <laughs> Football podcast is a special episode because this is the first video episode we've got where you can actually see the man behind the scenes, Brandon Warren. Hi, Brandon. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi. for um, How's it going? exposing my forehead. That's fine. To, Brandon, the, to the world, Brandon pushes buttons. He's a not button only technically, but our buttons uh, too. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more the other way, the way around. around. I'd say that. But yeah, Brandon deals with us and does all of the uh, the nitty gritty that we don't want to do. Yeah, I think we've gotten too big for our boots. No, we haven't. We've got. We've employed someone to to we do the dirty work. Him. They're definitely not paying me. <laughs> <laughs> just shit. Just for everyone's reference. Right. So um, top five yeah. today. What's our top five? Our top five today is top five British football derbies or something yes. like that. We've also got two lies and a truth, the twat list, football scoop, and Frankenstein football. Ooh. But our man behind the scenes, Brandon, is going to be kicking us off with his own little questions. What have you got, Brandon? Cool. What do you want first, guys? Do you want I question want do, or do would you rather? Would you rather first? Okay. I like the would you rather. So, would you rather let off silent toxic farts every time you heard your rival football team's name? So, for example, I support Liverpool. If I heard Manchester United, I'd, I'd release an extremely smelly fart. Okay. Or Solid. <clears throat> would you sweat profusely, would you rather sweat profusely from your armpits yeah. after saying your own football team's name? Oh. Fart. Sweat, uh, I'd sweat profusely. Fart. I mean, I sweat profusely anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, <laughs> that's most fake laugh. No, it was real. Thanks for being kind. <laughs> Uh, I would. Oh, no, I'm going. They're I'm smelly, going man. They're, they're smelly. I'm farts. going um, sweat profusely because yeah, yeah but I'm I more, can deal I'm, with. That. I'm more inclined. Uh, inclined. I'm more likely to hear uh, my own team's name than my rivals. True. I true. can kind of condition how much I hear it. Never going to Swansea. I just rather sweat Not than that fart. I do. You just That's let out just fart. No, I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. Did you just said Swansea? You said Swansea. Ah, oh, nice. See? A, a brain fart. No. Oh right. Oh my god. Yeah, but this isn't real. <laughs> Oh my what? god! <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Oh my god! No, right. So that's what you. So you're sticking with that. I'm sticking with the opposite. Fart. Yeah. Okay. I, Can I ask you, Brandon, what you would rather do? I, I, I've pretty much already answered. I tend to sweat profusely <laughs> anyway. But didn't you just fart then? That was you the probably won't pick the chair. That, that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, I would. I would. Pref- I'd prefer to. I'm. I am. Yeah. It's okay. hot. It's hot so on top of the. I'm going to take that as a win. And that is, we would all rather okay. sweat profusely, and I think. I think Baker should what, change his what, mind. What have, you, what have you got next to us, Brian? You've, You've got, got your stat. I've got a stat, yeah. Um, can you name the only player to score in the Glasgow, Merseyside and Manchester derby? In the Glasgow... So we're going Rangers, Celtic. Yeah. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool Everton. Everton. And what, what was the other one? Manchester, uh, Manchester... Craig Bellamy? Derby. City, City United. City United, Craig yeah. Bellamy? No. Uh, Wait, so Bellamy hasn't scored in Liverpool Everton then? Because I know he scored in the other two. This is tough. 
It's, I mean, it's you've not, got the answer. Not, yeah, so I have got the answer, and it's, not, and it's not Bellamy. Telling you as well. Um, why? It's it's an obscure player. It's an obscure player. Um. Now I don't know how quickly you want clues, but the only ones I'm going to give you are initials of the players. Benayen. No. I can't. Smells he does. I don't don't recall Benayen playing. For so you're going to give us initials? All right, okay. Do you want initials? Just, cause Just it, cause go with the first. Uh, go with the initial of the last name. Yeah, come on, initials. It's K. K. Just K. Just so the initial. Wait, is he, is he British? Is he English? No, hang no, on. He's not. His initials are K. The surname. Was he Cher? Oh, <laughs> that's a C. <laughs> no, I know, but I thought he has like one. Okay, name it's A K. A K. A K. Andreas Cornelius. I mean, Anthony Kiedis. I mean, if I've you, got it. Anthony if Kiedis. You stick I've with, got it. If you stick with the first name, I've got it. Um, I I, can I say it? No, 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 don't. I was okay, yeah, to, let's do it. I was it. just let's, about to say, whisper wait, to me. <laughs> hang on. AK, he's not from here. I've got it. Um, is it... Um, Most known for his United time yeah, at United. Yeah, it, it will be United. Time at United, and he had the second name K. Is We're it, looking at... When he was at United, it's going to be sort of mid to early 90s. Oh, I don't care. Who is it? Okay. Andre Kanchelskis. It is indeed. Boom. Andre Kanchelskis. Cool. Yes. Obscure Next. as they come. Yeah. Next up, we have our top five. Okay, so top five is top five British football derbies. We're going to go from five to one. I'm going to say my five first. We've got very different opinions, I'm assuming. The first thing I'm going to say about this is our definition can you get, yeah, can you of get, our football derby. This this is likely to be our most controversial one because everyone's passionate about it. And everyone's got derbies. an opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what we're deeming as a derby, a football derby, a derby is a match between two teams from same locality, city or region, like Manchester derby is one between Manchester's teams. So is any other derby and a football match or game is t- uh, is termed as a derby if the opposite teams are local rivals and belong to the same frontiers or have sworn rivalry for years. So that's the main thing I think that we've got to, we're going to debate is the... The rivalry for years, does that come into a derby more so than what the locality is? So I've really gone strictly on locality, personally. Right, okay. Not yet, not for, for the kind of years and years of football rivalry. So I'll stick up. Shall I go with my number five? Do you want to go? Yeah, you crack on. Right, I'll, I'll stick with my number five. And I'm, I don't know. These five, they're definitely in order. My top... My top one was a definite. The rest could be anywhere, but top five. So number five is Arsenal versus Tottenham. That's a North London derby. No. What do you mean no? No, it's not in the top five. Why not? How's that? Are you like talking, I said. So are you literally just talking geographically, or are you talking about how fierce they are? I'm talking. I'm talking about the size my, of the team. So I, this is this comes from different. Oh, this, surely not size of the team. This comes from different places. So size of the teams, importance of the games, um, how fierce it is locality so I'm, I'm taking a lot of things into into consideration here right so that's okay. why i'm going arsenal tottenham as the north london derby because first of all also growing up with north london derbies how good they've been they have been brilliant so you, you your north london derby is always something i want to watch whereas uh, other derbies can be a bit cagey can be a bit boring whereas there's always goals there's always excitement um yeah, I, I think we're going to have totally different lists. We are going to have completely cause, different Because to me, uh, the biggest derby or the best derbies aren't based on how big the teams are. So my yeah. number five, yeah. as an example, is Portsmouth versus Southampton, which is the South Coast derby. Yeah, that's uh, fair enough. Portsmouth fans. Because that's a massive game. Are it's a massive in, game. insane. Yeah. Like this, this squad of uh, numbskulls, if you will, like when they're going away, like they have a history, especially in the 80s, 
clashing with the best of the lot, Millwall, you know, Cardiff, yeah. and all all the nutcases. Um, and that's another thing as well that we're going to take into consideration is the club's firms. If the, I'm not that we're yeah we're doning it, but the violence. No, the, no, of course not. But that, we, that sort of hatred towards each other. To me, that's what I'm kind of talking about in right. a way. But the history of the Portsmouth Southampton derby um, isn't just based uh, on football. Yeah. It's actually just the cities. They're 30 miles away from each other. But a little bit of trivia for you: after the Titanic sank in 1912. Sailors from Southampton refused to crew her sister ship Olympic due to the lack of lifeboats, okay? Right. So it's very much like the minor strike situation, Maggie Thatcher in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. So essentially, people from Portsmouth agreed to take the place of their Southampton counterparts, and that obviously made the people of Southampton so angry because, yeah. you know, they are the people who, like, you know, it was almost like a, a strike, and yeah. these people came and took their jobs. Yeah. And weirdly, the Portsmouth crews arrived in the dead of night because it would have been too dangerous for them to arrive in the city by road. So historically, it stemmed from there. And then, like a lot of things, kind of football hooliganism, uh, hooliganism sorry, didn't yeah. really start until the 60s, 70s. So they've always had a history of hating each other. So that's my number five. What so is your... just something I'll pick up on where you were going there is yeah. is a real consistency between all of all of my top five, really, maybe with the exception of one is actually they are they they stem from that early 1900 period a lot of them docks a lot of them political politically based and yeah class it's working class so my number four and i've gone for again i've gone for a mix of the size of the clubs um how how he is to be fair this is one probably the softest derby of the lot it is um it's liverpool liverpool versus everton that's the merseyside derby okay okay because it's not filled with hatred. Mm. I, I know, obviously, Brand's a Liverpool fan, but I know the history of Liverpool versus Everton doesn't tend to be nasty. They, you often see, you know, in the, in the stadiums, Liverpool fans sat next to the Everton Mixing, fans. Yeah. It's not one of those horrible, horrible derbies, but let's have a look at it again. The size of the clubs, how, um, how much of a footballing city that Liverpool is, they are obsessed with it. Mm. And this is that is again a consistent theme is is it is their life it's their whole life, Liverpool and Everton. You grow up supporting those teams. That is your whole life. You are a agree. Liverpool fan. That's your identity. I completely you're an agree. Everton fan. That's your identity. With the identity, football's massive in Liverpool. Yeah, huge. huge. So you're, me, you're a red or you're a blue in Liverpool. Yeah, you're no, red. You're no, a blue. Yeah, what you I in a way, it's, I'm in a difficult situation here because I agree with you in a sense. It's a huge derby. But I think, for me, I think we got different definitions. Yeah. To me, a football derby is like, a, you know, history, like, you know, how fierce the rivalries were in the 70s, 80s yeah. and continue to be now. Well, I don't understand that. And Liverpool I've, I've just taken more of an everything. identity derby. Like, this, this, both sets of fans are so passionate. Some would argue that Liverpool is blue, some red, and, like, Liverpool are more of, like, a tourist team because they're just huge. Yeah. Like, like like anything, I won't dwell on it because I know you boys are cracking through it. But I think if you were if you had a genuine scouser sat here, obviously I'm a Liverpool fan, but I'm not from Liverpool. If you had a genuine scouser, they'd be telling you that it's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely huge. I know they sit in the stadium and stuff, but half the time that's just just so they can get a ticket. Yeah, because yeah, their mates, their colleagues, and stuff. There, but th- this is this is the point <clears throat> I'm trying I'm trying to emphasise with a lot of my top five is. I'm really looking at the city, yeah. the, the the culture okay. that football has uh, has the effect that football has on the culture of the city, and I think in Liverpool, 
it, other than music, maybe up up north that way, mm. that is the it is the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing, and and the location for that derby as well. It's it's across a park. And it's yeah, across the road. most yeah. most importantly, like people need to know we're looking from the outside. So when you talk about a legitimate Liverpool fan being on here, or legitimate Southampton or Portsmouth fan, they will know more than us how much that derby is. Yeah, this is our opinions from the outside. So. Um, that was your number four, wasn't it? That was my number four. So mine is the Tyneware Derby, which is, of course, Newcastle versus Sunderland. Uh, huge. And I think historically that if you talk about uh, the, the, the quality of games, mm-hmm. there always seems to be a good game between Newcastle and Sunderland. It's so intense. And it's those black and white stripes versus the red and white stripes. It's iconic. Yeah. And it's got, to me, that edge of hatred between the two sets of fans mm-hmm. as well. Massive, Again, huge, a huge history. I love history. You know, when it, like I love researching this kind of stuff. I know some people want to hear, it, but the history of the Timeware Derby is essentially a modern-day extension of a rivalry between Sunderland and Newcastle that dates back to the English Civil War. Yeah, one one side of the city took one side, won the other side. So just imagine that how fierce that was. You, yeah, you, you've literally got two sides of the city choosing which part to be in the war and it's not just that the history i just think i i get i personally get very excited when they play each other yeah and this I is a good this is, that's a good point is the, the games that, that you yeah. look forward to watching and to be honest absolutely unbelievable i'd happily i'd sit down and watch all my top five any day of the week i would because yeah. these these are huge and I'd, I'd watch them over a lot of a lot of t- uh, spanish i would watch them over a, a real madrid game a barca game i would so okay. uh, yeah. right, so my number three is probably the most bitter rivalry uh, in the whole of the UK. It is the horrible, the disgusting West Ham versus Millwall. Okay, uh, obviously featured in Green Street heavily. It's where a lot of people kind of heard about that derby. It's probably the most famous football rivalry, really. Yeah, in America for yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. time, it was anyway. Yeah, of course. because of that. But yeah, sorry. Karen. Yeah, no, no. I I am got loads to say on it because I haven't I haven't seen it directly. I've I've known West Ham fans. I know Millwall fans as well, and how seriously they take it. I think the the difference between a lot of these is Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool, Everton. You just had Newcastle, Sunderland. Those tend to play each other quite a lot. Now we don't see loads of West Ham versus Millwall games, and probably for the sake of the police and and everyone's safety, it's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, that's why I think people kind of maybe don't don't look at that as much of a an intense rivalry anymore because they're not in the same division. It's no, a, good it's show. A, it's a good sort show. of fixture that everyone's looking for in a cut draw, though, isn't it? Well, it's you see it's the classic like, thing on the, yeah. on um, Green Street where yeah. they, they get they get um, uh, they get milled, don't they? Yeah. And then everyone's absolutely buzzing about it. They're all organising it. So I think that is in my top five because of its ferocity because of its intensity because of the violence behind it and the history yeah. and also because it's just so well known now yeah good stuff so your number two is it i mean i'm quite worried here because you've said Millwall west ham that high up in the list number three and this is something i'm your very passionate three. about and it's not based i, I don't think particularly on bi- uh, uh, violence on violence violence sorry violence um <laughs> biased Nurse, no, I can't. What's going on with my head? Okay, yeah, yeah. Are you all right? I don't know. I think I just had a stroke. He can never speak. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, Baker can never speak. So nothing's different. Okay, those warm ups don't help me at all. No, they don't. Uh, Cardiff Swansea mate is my number three, one hundred percent. I think. I think they. Y- you've seen pundits on Sky Sports, people like Roberto Martinez, uh, who've been involved with it, 
who genuinely say that it's as fierce. And these are people who've been out to the stadiums as like Boca Juniors versus River Plate. You know, I've been to the games. <laughs> Come in... off it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh, no, mate, no, no, no. but do you know much yeah. about the history of the South, no. about the South Wales derby? <laughs> um, no. I, no, look, no. If you did, I, I, you would put it in your list. But I think your list is different to mine. Yeah. Mine is based on an actual derby. Being Welsh. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's 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 such a fierce and intense rivalry. I've yeah, been fair in, enough. I'll, I've experienced it. I'm open to learning about it. You can tell me all about it. If so you like. um, it's good to hear the we, passion, mate. To be we, with you. Weirdly, you've, weirdly, I'm assuming you've been to a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's horrible. To, yeah, it's I've. The most scared I've ever been in my life is going to Swansea City's stadium, and it was no police escort. Oh, really? And people were doing cutthroat signs as you, as you came into yeah. the city yeah. on the bus. It's horrible. It's genuinely giving me goosebumps thinking about it. But weirdly, before the 60s, it was actually a friendly rivalry, and people were known to support Swansea and Cardiff because we're too well. Okay, that's in not English my list leagues. then. That, I'm immediately out of my list. No, but this is a lot of things. This is what I'm saying. Before the 60s, yeah. when hooliganism came in, yeah. it changed a lot of things. Like, that's when intense hatred started. So it's manufactured weird stat, rivalry. Uh, yeah. Weird stat. Uh, fact, sorry. Um, and it pains me to say it, but one of the most famous instances was in 1988, after seeing this side win in Swansea, a group of Cardiff fans were chased into the sea by a group <laughs> of Swansea fans. Uh, since then, Swansea fans mockingly suggest to the Cardiff City rivals that they swim away in reference to the event doing the swimming sign. Right. Um, well, that's stuck now. Yeah, it's swim Brilliant. away, swim away. Oh, God, I can't believe I just sang it. But <laughs> if you don't think this is a fierce rivalry, on, in 1993, a match between the two sides was dubbed the Battle of Ninian Park, our old stadium. As Swansea fans were placed in the grandstand for the game, Cardiff went 1-0 up. Swansea fans began ripping the seats and throwing them at the Cardiff supporters, which resulted in the home fans invading the pitch. The following day, national news showing pictures of violence shocked the nation, forcing the FAW, the Socialist of Wales, to ban away fans from the fixture for seven years, by the way. Oh, really? And it was the first fixture in British football to ever so do that. So 93 to 2000, they were banned? Yeah. From memory, it was seven years. It might have been six, but you weren't allowed to travel away wow. it was just home fans and there was a p- part there about throwing seats my own experience when I went to watch Cardiff Swansea and Chopper scored the winner my dad has actually had a seat thrown on his head <laughs> from the away fans and he was bleeding profusely and just this is why I love football a guy <laughs> just said you are mate took his t- t-shirt off and just wiped the blood off my dad's head and then put it back on and probably, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you I went somewhere with that because the statement you just made was this is why I love football after telling everyone that your dad got hit with a seat and he was bleeding I think to be I honest think, mate he, he, my dad just looked at me and he was like am I bleeding and I'm like yeah a lot but Chopper just scored so I didn't even care that my dad just got hit by a flying chair lovely I can see I can see why you put it in it, it, it in there as the top five but I think do you know what I wouldn't have put it in just based on my outside opinion mm. but you I gave you the opportunity to tell me about it when you said that it, it was a friendly rivalry or it was mm. a friendly kind of fixture Which before the been. 60s mm. I think that just that is why it won't make it it might be great now and it might be unbelievable no, and lot, horrible a lot, now a lot of these football rivalries were friendly rivalries and I've, I've got lists all, I pretty, pretty much all of mine started as a big rivalry back in the early 1900s Pretty much well, all of them. No, but that's still a, a friendly rivalry. Is a friendly rivalry. No, in, these were like people will be like, oh, you know, you Jack bastards or you Cardiff scum. They're still there, but people didn't throw seats at each other then. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the well, obviously it's got worse. Yeah, so, and and you're right. It's got for worse me. Over. Look, I'm obviously passionate about it. Yeah. But you know, I've read a lot of different lists. Most people put it into the top five. Yeah. I just I just don't think I maybe know enough about it. So that's why it hasn't made my list. But I'll give you uh, my number two, which I know a fair bit about. My number two is actually one that you've already put in there. It's Newcastle versus Sunderland. That's the time we're derby. Now, the reason I've got that as number two is because of, again, I'm taking a lot of things into consideration. I'm taking the city, so the culture of the city. Yeah, I lived up in Sunderland. I lived up north for three years. I saw it. I've been to a Newcastle-Sunderland game. I've felt the kind of atmosphere in the same way I felt the United City derby, which, by the way, doesn't make my list. But Newcastle Sunderland, no. But Newcastle Sunderland is absolutely huge. It's the biggest game of every season. It's all that anyone talks about for months and months, or for weeks before, and, and everyone's talking about. It. And if but you would you not ticket, argue that's the same with any local derby? I can talk about others, but honestly you've got to be around you've got to be around a culture you've got to be around a city when a derby's okay. to really feel it and that's what i can appreciate and that's, that that's your number two that's my number two above Millwall, west ham yeah because right. it's, a, it's a bigger derby that's mental newcastle sun is a much but bigger i say it's mental we're looking at two different cities here we're talking at we've got, at two we've got giant definitions. cities newcastle tell me how many teams are in newcastle two one tell me how many teams are in oh, sunderland I thought One. Newcastle Sunderland was the same fucking place. Jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. right. well, I don't know. You went to Sunderland University and you'd always be in Newcastle. Yeah, but I, what do you mean? I'm Welsh. I don't know much That's about England. It's a much better night out in Newcastle than Sunderland. But no, Newcastle... How many how many cities are in real in North Wales? We're talking about big, big cities here. Newcastle, probably one of the biggest footballing cities. Sunderland's a giant city as well. Actually, I think Sunderland might be bigger bigger than Newcastle as a city. But these are two huge, huge teams. Both probably belong in the Premier League. Both kind of had have had really bad times of late. But you can feel the passion from the fans is unbelievable. You've got Newcastle who seat, what, 50-something plus 52,000. You've got Sunderland who 40-plus thousand. Yeah. yeah. So they're huge stadiums, huge okay. football clubs. So fair that's enough, why I put it in there. Number two, Millwall West Ham. We've already spoken about it, so I'm just going to brush over it. Yeah. We've already spoken about it. Like, people have died going to that game <laughs> on multiple occasions. Yeah. How you've put Newcastle on above it, I don't know. It's a Obviously, bigger game. your idea of a derby is different it's to mine. It's a bigger game. What's your number one, then? Yeah, okay. My number... Hang on, what is our number one? Because if we both haven't put this, there's no... We, <laughs> let's just cancel this feature. My number one is the old firm derby. Yeah, that Celtic range is great. We can think, agree on one thing. I think if this was a percentage-based vote on the biggest derby in Britain... The old firm would win it by 30, 40%. I vote. Do you know what? I never used to, it'd be maybe my naivety, but I never used to view it as that big. Well, because growing up with English football, mm. I probably haven't seen it yeah, as much. Yeah, of course. But of course. And I don't when think you listen to all the players that have played, players who have played in Merseyside derbies and, and done the rounds of these clubs, played in Manchester derbies, played in Man United, Liverpool, played just speak in. Just speak to Andre Konchowski. Uh, just speak to Andre Konchowski, <laughs> he'll tell you. Uh, Southwick versus Rangers, they all say that is the biggest game. Yeah, that is the, the biggest game. Can I give you right? So I'll give you a little little synopsis of it. It's the two clubs um, by far the most successful in Scotland, by far, absolutely by far. Uh, and the rivalry between them has become deeply embedded in Scottish culture. I think the reason why it is so hate-filled and so passionate is because so much comes down it's religion. And, yeah, it's religion yeah, and Protestant it's politics. Catholics. Yeah, Boca Juniors, River Plate again. Religion. And that's why you the get biggest it. ones are based on religion which is yeah. why I personally don't agree with that stuff like you know there's a massive derby over it just, in the Middle East Muslims versus Sikhs it's yeah. the exact yeah I'm, I'm joking and you both believe me what yeah, Muslim, Muslims versus Sikhs be. there's no Muslim FC and Sikh FC wait well, no, obviously just, there's not Muslim well, just, FC just, straight over your head that just made me think 
by the way, that we could say anything on this now. Because you, we just went. We, yeah, you yeah. said that, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. Just because we don't. Let's be want fair, to Muslim look versus Sikh, stupid. Massive Out of game. politeness. Yeah. No. Um, bring the volume it, down. It is, come on. It's it's yeah. It's a referee in a boxing It's religious. Match, yeah. <laughs> it's religious beliefs, and it is it is political beliefs, and it's also the the culture again at the time. So where this actually became a massive a massive rivalry was again we're looking early 1900, but we're looking at we're looking at something that has festered and festered and festered, and it has been as kind of violent and tense for all that time so that's why i think it is it still holds its place probably the number the one. only issue i have with the old firm is as big as it is there was a certain point where i think they played each other like six times in a season you, yeah. there's too much of a good thing sometimes yeah, yeah. And, and i agree with that I definitely agree with that it, I, I think if rangers and celtic joined the english football leagues which is a very plausible thing to happen question. where do you think they'd be well we'll talk about that I, I, think, I, I, I want to hear your opinion. Okay. I, I personally believe Celtic would be a championship team and I think Rangers would be a championship team. Uh, definitely. <sighs> and I'm very confident. Rangers, about that. Beat, we're talking Rangers beat Derby 1 0 today. European Not regulars. That means nothing at all. Celtic are European Cup regulars. Yeah, so Celtic. Because. Right, okay, so are we TNS. saying this? Are we so saying this? TNS in the Welsh Premier League. Are we saying this? Fair point. Do you know what I mean? Like, are we, who are else we is doing this be? based on their current. Squad their current performances. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if we are, then I think we're looking them Celtic maybe milling around I the bottom Ch- of the Premier League. I yeah. think Celtic, with their current squad, wouldn't make the playoffs in the championship in the current squad. I think they probably win the league. I don't right. Know. We made a lot of Rangers and Celtic fans happy when we named them as number one. <laughs> now, now we pissed them. They are off. on their way down south. Yeah. To murder us. So, so brilliant. That, that that game. That game. Just really quickly. That game. Out of all the lists, all the um, games that you've listed is the most entertainment value to actually watch I think as yeah well. the not just the, not just the history crazy. The I love I love itself. Arsenal Tottenham I got to say I like it in terms of goals in terms of I love that game but Celtic Rangers it's, it's what you said my problem with watching it now is that I, I've had I've seen it too, too much, many. I've seen I, it too I much. can't believe you've got Arsenal Tottenham ahead of Carlos Swansea and I can't I, <laughs> he hasn't even got I can't, Swansea. no I can't even Carlos believe. Swansea made my top 24 and they were 24th <laughs> right you might joke but it shouldn't even be above Portsmouth Southampton it shouldn't even be above Bournemouth, Southampton. I've taken a lot into consideration. Yeah, for that. but it's like you started off saying, "Oh, it's about big games, big teams," and then it wasn't in the end. It was about everything. I said it was going to be combined. Anything, right. anything that makes the Welsh argue amongst themselves has got to be big because you're very patriotic, aren't you? Guess what? I can edit this and cut that out. <laughs> okay, next up we have. What do we have? Two lies and a truth. We have two lies and a truth. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not. <laughs> Two lies and a truth. Okay, two lies and a truth here with Alex Price, the lie master. Um, the lie master. Slash a bit mental in the head for yeah. coming up these stories. Yeah, all very Explain to Explain to the goalpost army, mate, what what it is that we do with... Right, so two, two lies and a truth. truth. If you don't know by now, this is where I come to you, Baker, you, the audience, three different stories. Is Brand, are you joining in with this? I'll, I'll pitch in, but yeah. yeah. Uh, we um, I've got two stories that I've made up. I've got one that's true, and they're ridiculous stories in football. So this week, I'll kick it off with story number one. Can I just say, one. by the way, I have got the last two right. I think. Yeah, yeah, the last one was pure. The reason why he's got the last few right is because he's just going, nah, fuck it, that one. And yeah, go, and go yeah. with the, with the one why? that's most unrealistic. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why? Why? Because that's the only way to get it right. I know. <laughs> is to just go, fuck it, I'll go with number one. Right, Do you okay. know what? Before you finish, I pick number one. 
right number one that one it's one for the salad and another for the one you believe that is a Chelsea dagger reference that is um, it's Chelsea have banned all celery at Stamford Bridge after <laughs> multiple reports of dangerous salad tossing incidents that's story number one yeah and it's also not true number two is Pen Alti. That is Portugal defender Ruben Dias was admitted to hospital last week after impaling himself with a pen. In Benfica's <laughs> pre-season friendly against Guadalajara, Dias had forgotten he'd left a pen he'd earlier used to sign autographs tucked into his socks. <coughs> Penalty. And then finally, it's story number three, which is Colorado Rapids midfielder Jack Price walked out of an interview this week when he was questioned on his intention to break into Area 51. The English footballer had tweeted an alien emoji just hours after joining the Facebook group Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. That has to be true. That's so specific. No, Alex, Alex, that's so specific. It has to be true. So we've got three stories. No, it's true. This is normally where I say to you, just rule out one. How could you come up with our last story in your head? <laughs> Just rule out one of those. So we've got the, um, it's one for the salad, another for the one you believe. That's Chelsea have banned all celery at Stamford Bridge after multiple reports oh, of dangerous brilliant. salad tossing. If they'd done a GCSE in mental stories, you'd get an A, mate. GCSE? Bit harsh. Give me an A star at least. <laughs> I thought I'd do better than GCSEs. Uh, and then you've got the penalty, which is Ruben Diaz um, impaling himself with a pen that he'd left in his sock. Okay, yeah, and, and then, then the last you've got one, the last one, which is Jack Price, Colorado Rapids midfielder, walked out of an interview this week when he was questioned on his intention to break right. into Area Fifty One. So, I'm going to ask the audience here. I'm going to go with ask the audience. You can ask Brand. Yeah. So Brandon, Brand, Brand, what do I've you got, think? Mate? I've got a couple of couple of theories. So, uh, Chelsea sing about celery. Wait. Chelsea sing about celery. Chelsea Wait. sing about celery. So is he a player? No, no, no. It's, like it's somebody... John Celery or something. Celery. Sounds like a French player. Celery. But no, they, they definitely sing about it. Why? So, why yeah, do they sing about um, Celery? It's Ruben Celery. What? He plays central defence midfield. That's why they sing about him. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. So, so, so what I'm saying to you is there's a possibility. So, you, so there's... Po- <laughs> and Celery <laughs> is a conservative... Uh, it's quite cuisine. a highbrow of all the salads. No, all, the, all the vegetables. It's quite Hang a highbrow. That's not a controversial thing to say. Like... Uh, conservatives are mainly rich people. I thought you were just trying to piss off Chelsea fans, to be fair. No, salary. We do that a lot on this show. Who, do you, right, if, if you're a bricklayer, do you bring salary as your lunch? <laughs> no. No, Chelsea fans do, though, every game, and then they <laughs> sing about it. And get it banned. Yeah. And then we've got the penalty, which is Ruben Diaz. That's, he was admitted to hospital last week. So I think that's really plausible. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think that's really So plausible. he's left a... A pen in his sock, and he's playing football. So, like, tucked it in, and yeah, and it's and he's obviously fallen, and it's gone through his leg a little bit. He's absolutely fine, by the way. Okay, not that that's true. Yeah, I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, Area Fifty One is very topical. This is for Baker's. I'm going camp. with Area Fifty One. That's just to cut this short. Area so you're going for Area Fifty One. That yep. is Colorado Rapids midfielder Jack Price walked out of an interview this week when he was questioned on his intention to break into Area Fifty One. The English footballer had tweeted an alien emoji just hours after joining the Facebook group Storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop all of us. Do you think they're going to do that? By I way? actually do. Yeah, I think people are idiots. There's about there's like three million three people. Three million, yeah. And there's there's things now that the. You, hello. I think like, the U.S. Think, government and stuff. They they've. Uh, of all the US Army, I think, 
have started putting plans in place to actually yeah. stop well, three million would. people. Right. First of all, my problem with this, I don't want to detract too much from the football debate here, but <laughs> Area no, 51. But Area 51, by the way, just as a bit of a stat, um, there was... You some, can't give no, us no, an no. Area 51 stat. <laughs> no, there was... There was no side has ever no, lost by three goals or more at Area there 51. There was something on Reddit, by the way, that uh, asked who's worked at Area 51, basically, and a few people <laughs> answered it. And they were like, what's there? And the people who have worked there yeah. have said, there's nothing there now because so many people yeah, of keep course. trying to go to it. Yeah. There's a Toys R Us there. There's a Toys R Us in Area 51. I think Reddit's had your pants down. <laughs> no, it isn't. I mean, there's definitely not a Toys R Us <laughs> there. No. There's not a Toys R Us in England. There's a group of Chelsea fans with celery in right. Area 51. Google Toys R Us Area 51 and it, you'll see the picture. because oh, Google's so reliable. Yeah. What no, if it right. was Area51.com was the first result? I might believe it. No, it's... Uh, it's one of those things where I can see them doing it, but maybe I think a couple of hundred thousand people will turn up. Yeah. They've already moved all the... If they've got aliens, they'd have fucking moved them. Yeah. Oh, they're not shit. stupid. Oh, shit. First of all, the plans are in place on Facebook. What date they're coming. Okay, right, guys. <laughs> the guys are going to storm on the 21st. So if we move the aliens to the other base on the 21st, we'll bring them back on the 22nd. There's, there's, They'll understand. There's no, there's no way you can plan... There's no way you can fake that. Do you know what I mean? You can't, you can't say, right, we'll do it on the 21st and then set up a secret exactly. Facebook group because to do it three days earlier because it's got some well, traction. Jack, Jack so. Price of Colorado Rapids apparently thinks it's, uh, thinks it's very plausible and okay. he's going to be there. I chose my answer about what did two you hours choose? ago. Oh, you chose Area 51. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay, do you want to find out the answer? Because obviously Brand's here this week, so we might as well do it now. I'd, I'd love to find out. Right, now. okay. okay. You ready to find out the answer? Yep. Well, just because Brand's here. No, we're going to find out. No, the he's going to say the show. I knew that. Anis, you didn't. You annoyed I me that I didn't know. Twat. Twat. Another twat on the list. Another twat on the list. Another twat on the list. Come on! Another one took twat on the list of the oh, twat list. Fucked it. I fucked her up. You fucked it. That was going really well. Was it? I don't know. (laughs) That was... Welcome to the twat list, ladies and gentlemen. The Um, twat list. Alex, would you like to explain to the lovely folks listening what the twat list entails? So, twat list. Basically, this is where Baker finds someone in the world of football that he thinks is a twat. Not necessarily that everyone else thinks is a twat, but who he thinks is a twat. Then he gives me three fucked up clues uh, to attempt to try and what find out who up? what do I mean fucked up because it, they're really good clues to try and find out who his twat is what <laughs> what's wrong he, he stinks Brandon farted mate oh my god Baker it's what nice. have you eaten what is wrong you're supposed to be a professional organisation. I'm supposed to be keeping you in check. Right, okay, so Mate, an example in check, it's in. an example of a twat list was Jesse Lingard as a twat Clue number one, the opposite to Woody, Jesse from Toy Story. Yeah. Uh, I hate putting my hands in my pocket because of this. Lint. So Jesse Lint uh, works. I'd love to go see the kind Queen, of. but these guys with hats on are ruining everything. Guards. Jesse Lint guards. Right, so I'm supposed to get it from that. Which, Tough. actually, to be fair, I so got that one. As everyone, can see, yeah. um, as everyone can see, this is a very plausible feature, which everyone enjoys. Everyone's favourite feature. Uh, gonna kick the off. The feedback's awful. For it. With um, the numbers, in. the the. Uh, cl- I, I basically take you all on a journey, a cryptic journey through your mind, and just yeah, just hope. Hopefully, Alex can get for once. Obviously, you guys. Okay. Uh, always Did I write get, in I and get. I think I got it last answers. week. So, and I think I got it the week before. Yeah. It's clue number one. 
clue number one. Instead of loving my wife, I've chosen to love this heavenly entity instead. Right? So remember, if you get it, which you probably got already, please don't shout it out. Oh, so clue number one, are you not writing anything? Have you just stopped writing stuff down now? Because it never helped me before. I mean... Do you remember okay. when I got Keen John Egg? <laughs> <laughs> instead was... of loving my wife, I've chosen to love this heavenly entity instead. I can say heavenly okay. very well. Clue number two. Um, those, uh, those, um... Strong start. It's confused him. <laughs> it's a really strong start. Those, those, <laughs> those, S, those, S, <laughs> those SAS guys are getting a bit old. I guess you'd call them super army veterans now. <laughs> Jesus, mate. No, I'm worried here because I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh no, no, God. I do. Welcome to my world. I do, I get it. No, why are you looking? Have oh, you sorry. Got, do you know it now? No, I can't read. I didn't have a glass on. Brian and in there, by the way, not Alex. So those SAS guys are getting a bit old. I guess you'd call them super army veterans now. I just realised that that's a very good clue. Yeah, I I've think, done I myself. I got that bit. Number three, a really good attribute for wine. A really good attribute for wine. Oh. Um... Yeah. Oh. What What are you saying? What are you saying? Can have I, you got Have you got it now? You look like you well, got it. I've, I'm purely basing it on the first, your first clue. So I was hoping that whatever you said next would make sense. Yeah. Unfortunately, whatever you said next did what, not make what sense. What did you have for clue number <laughs> um, one? Did you have something? Yeah. What? So you said, I've chosen to love this heavenly entity instead. Yeah. So I thought like angel. angel. Yeah. Or Angel. Right. So I was thinking like, who's called Angel, which would be... Who's a twat? Di Maria. Uh, angle. Do you know Sav, what? Sav taste. Do you know what? Do you know what? That's where I am. Yeah, that's where you are. You're so close. You are so close yeah. with the angel. Yeah. Next up, we have F Frankenstein football. <laughs> I can't speak. You're crazy. Crazy, am I? We'll see whether I'm crazy or not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming Along to my lecture, uh, today, today's lecture will be uh, the Triore Dembele experiment. We have the head of uh, science for Goalposts for Jumpers University here, Dr. Alex Price. Hello, Hello. Doctor. Hello. I feel like I should have a different character. I feel like what? I should be like in a different accent. Hey, Baker, what have you got this week? Well, Dr. Angus. Um, Angus. I... <laughs> Angus. <laughs> My my Angus hypothesis. Uh, my name's Doctor Angus Berger. <laughs> honestly, this couldn't be going worse. <laughs> right, what have you got for me? So, so football. So, Frankenstein. I'm very impatient. Uh, that's me. That's my personality. Is actually. I'm, I'm sorry, but he sounds very much like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my swamp. <laughs> football right, Frankenstein, as everybody knows, uh, everyone in this lecture theatre, of course, I conduct a. Uh, a certain experiment on the popular game Football Manager. My hypothesis for this experiment, Doctor, is... Yes, speaker. Uh, I believe that the world of football is plagued with Dembele's and Traore's. Plagued? Do you agree? That's a strong statement. Stop the Scottish accent. I'd like to continue. <laughs> right. Carry on. So going into this experiment, I believe that the world of football is plagued with Dembele's... I'm sweating. <laughs> My hypothesis is that if you constructed a team of all the best ones, they could compete in the Premier League. As simple as that. 
Head of Science, Alex Price, what is your opinion before going into this experiment? Not in Scottish, yeah. Head of Science, Alex Price. I have to edit all this, by the way. Head of Science, <laughs> Alex Price, what is your opinion okay, on Okay, so if I was looking at... So it's Dembele's and Traore's only. Yes. So I can't think of any good goalkeeper with a Dembe- the name Dembele or Traore. So that's where it worries me slightly. Okay. I can think of plenty of good attackers. So you've got Dembele of Lyon. You've got Dembele of Barcelona. You've got uh, Bertrand Traore. You've got um, Moussa Dembele. You've got... Uh, you've got, got a lot of Dembele's and Traore's. You've got loads of them. You don't need to name them all. In terms of attacking flair, I think you've got a lot. <laughs> you've got a lot. But defensively and uh, in goal, I don't think you've got much. So what, I what, think, what do you think? Right, so I um, think you're going to... So this is in a Premier League season... Do you think that a Dembele Torre infested team, infested being a horrible word, that is a terrible word. Um, 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 a team constructed yeah. of Dembele's Better. and Torres would fare well in the Premier League? Think about it. No, no, no. Okay. I think you'll have you've got like I said. I think you've got enough up top to maybe stay in the league, but I don't think you've got enough uh, behind. Okay, so the result. I, I now give you the results over the experiment, yeah. which I was very excited for. I got heavily invested in this, by the way. They became my little family. Like, I, I only wanted to do a season. I ended up doing about six just, <laughs> just to see yeah. what happened. I, I just couldn't leave that. So the team uh, you have... Oh, my... What's the point? Mane Dembele, Musa Dembele, Musa Dembele. It was Mane Dembele, Suriki Dembele, Papas Dembele, Abdue Torre, Adama Torre, Adama Torre, Alue Torre, Ahmad Torre, Bernard Torre, Charles Torre, Cheikh Torre, Hamari Torre, Hamid Junior Torre, Ibrahima Torre, Alue Odoi You told me not to name them all. I'm glad he's doing this. This is good. <laughs> who have you? Who did you have in goal? In goal, right? Is I there struggled a to there? find one. I did find one. Uh, his name was... M. Traore. Is that just an initial? Ma- or is that his- Mahamadou Traore, I think it is. Mahamadou Or something Traore. like that. Wow. Yeah. Basically, he was like a third division Italian goalkeeper. Okay. Well, at least he's professional. So you he's called it. You called it. So I was worried. Lack, lack of uh, quality Traore back, Dembele yeah. goalkeepers. So well done there. Obviously, as the head of science, I'm not surprised. You, no. you're, you're very good with this. Thanks. So the results, by the way, could not have gone worse okay. at the start could not have got could not have gone so worse let me get this straight you've packed up as a manager you've gone on holiday gone to Barbados on holiday left, left it in my able hands of Peter Crouch who I uh, named as assistant manager your assistant manager last time did not do you any favours no but what I'd done this time I gave him average stats okay okay right so it was someone who is at least a Premier League manager okay, okay. so we could handle the team rather than letting 15 of them go out and Exactly. Go to different teams. So if you look, if you look at the start of the season, I'll just bring up results now. Southampton lost four two, Tottenham lost two one, Liverpool lost six one, then lost two nil, then three nil, then one all, two two, nine one, one nil, five one, four one. All, all these losses, by the way. Who did they get beat nine one by? They won six nil then. But who against who? It's United. the most Everton. It's the most inconsistent team of all time. So who's who's scoring a lot of goals for this team? I'll get into that. Um, <laughs> we've got. We, I'll, I, I will say. Um, you know, you've obviously got Adame Traore down the wing. Um, Musa Dembele. If you're familiar with Musa Dembele, you're talking about from Mr. Celtic Dembele. went to Lyon. 
Yeah. Yeah. What about the um, young Celtic guy? Is it Karamoko Dembele? He's like 15, no, that's isn't Musa Dembele. No, 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 it's Karamoko. Yeah, he's in there somewhere. He's the absolute yeah. wonder kid. Yeah, but he's too young yeah, at the yeah. start, so he's not great. Yeah. You've also got Usame Dembele, is it? Usama, Usman Dembele, uh, Barca. Barca. So, obviously, going into this, I was like, well, he is going to be amazing, all right? Yeah. So, essentially, that I can't even describe to you how badly they started. And I'll admit, I came back from holiday in December to see how they're doing. Right. Compl- nearly had a heart attack because <laughs> yeah. I thought right I am so completely wrong Alex is going to be right uh, not only that I saw that there was complete unrest in the camp they should I, all get on I, I, their I, chemistry I, on FIFA would be like green highlights all of them seriously I cannot believe what happened and I've got a picture to prove this okay. So on Football Manager, you have something called hierarchy of the club to show who the leaders are and who are the weaker players. But then you've got the social groups, okay? So the core social group, Brandon, have a look at this. Who's in the secondary social group? All of the Triores and one Dembele. What's that one? That's Dembele? Cedric. It's like, it's like, it's like a, segregation. It's like Bloods versus Crips. It's yeah, like, Bloods yeah. versus Crips, it's, mate. It's, no, I'll tell you what that Triores is. versus Dembele. That is a year prison. seven party and it's boys versus girls. Yeah. And then the one cool kid, the one cool boy who's actually brave enough to speak to the girls goes yeah, over to them. Then Belle, seriously, the triores. How mental is that? We might be. Gay. I did not expect this. <laughs> I did not expect this. Like triores, completely separate from Dembele's. Yeah, I know. So anyway, it's first season. That that's, on the, that, I know. that's a feature on the game. That is cool. I know. So first season, have a guess where they ended up. I'd say 18th. 17th. They survived in the Premier League by four points. There you go. I was proved right straight away. I knew it would happen. They just survived. First season team of the season, by the way. Traore's, they were seven. The rest, Dembele. So Traore's apparently are better than Dembele's. Really? I would have said the opposite way around. Yeah, so over the course of three seasons, because I didn't just stop it there. Yeah. Can, Can I just ask on the first season, who was your top goal scorer? Uh, Musa Dembele. Musa Dembele, as in the Every striker season, Leon. He was top scorer. Yeah, yeah. Musa Dembele. Yeah, no, I can see it. Do you know what? Uh, Osama, I can't Osman say. Dembele. Do you know what his stats were for Burnley mm. over three seasons? Right, his first season played ten games, got injured, three goals, average rating of seven. Second season, thirty-five games, six goals, one assist, six point seven rating. Third season, 35 games, seven goals, eight assists. Oh, so he didn't make it in the Prem. He does make it in the Prem, mate. And that's official because football manager says. I tell you who does says. is Moussa Dembele, who scored uh, 17 goals in 32, then 20 in 34. And then he went to Bournemouth. He left us and scored two in 16. So complete, oh. So after he took himself out of those Dembele and so he was in social right groups, group. yeah. his career was fucked, essentially. It's funny you say, it's like you joked, it's 100% true. Because football manager said so. Sky Sports use football manager stats yeah. to compare transfers. You, you need yeah. to realise how in depth football manager. Oh, is. it's crazy. I think, yeah, but I think that's laziness from Sky Sports. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I think that's just pure laziness. Well, so, it's, it's like basing it on FIFA stats, isn't it? It's just. It's also seasons. the fact that they haven't got an opinion, opinion, probably an opinion pundit on at that day. So no. they use they use that. Yeah. So over the course of three seasons. Yeah. Doctor Alex, seventeenth, sixteenth, sixteenth. So he stayed up the whole time. Best player, Moussa Dembele, by far. Yeah. So my observations are, ultimately, 
a team of Dembele's and Torres could survive and exist as a Premier League team. Ultimately, they hate each other, but they all pull through knowing they're all in the same boat. However, in an inconsistent side, Dembele, Torre FC are a sustainable top-flight side. So I ask you, Professor and Head of Science, Alex, was this a football Frankenstein experiment or a Franken-fail? I will say this is a football Frankenstein successful experiment. Thank you. I'll give you that. Because they did stay up, and that's what you wanted them to do. There you go. They were sustainable, even though they hated each other. <laughs> this is yeah. gonna. Is this a? Is this a theme as well that they're all gonna hate each other? Messi comes in, all of a sudden the whole team up in arms. They leave. They fuck off. Messi's the <laughs> golden boy, and then here we are. Troy Ray's apart from one Dembele wants to get involved. Maybe they'll just annoy though when holding to Barbados for think, eleven I months. Think you're, you are the problem here. No, that's a common theme with this. Gareth Baker as manager. Podcast. There you go. So, Football <laughs> Frankenstein. I got a pass there. got a pass. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Looking forward to next week. It's all over, I think. No. Okay, another successful Goalposter Jumpers episode. I always say successful, but maybe my idea of successful podcast is much lower. Yeah, I think... No, I, I had a good time. And it was actually nice having Brandon this week. It was, yeah. Thanks yeah, for my, my along, first. Mate. No, thanks. Thanks for me. Behind behind the scenes, the guy is who one pushes thing. all our buttons is now a. Well, you're you're now out yeah. there. Everyone knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're now out. I there. mean, everyone's this is where, this everyone's is where, stretching it. This is where the <laughs> everyone is stretching it. I think I would say everyone knows. Who I'm he expecting is. viewer drops, listen yeah. drops. Yeah, I was expecting that as well. Uproar. That's fine. We'll deal with it. They could probably... What have we got left? Come on. What have we got left? We've got to wrap up your twat list. We've got to wrap up my two lies and a truth. Brand's got to give his... Oh, actually, no. We we We, figured it out. Yeah, you did. It was Andre Kanchowskis. Got it it very quickly. Um, Right. Okay. So, should we start with two lies and a truth? Yeah, go ahead. Always so, a strong way just, to just, start. Ever, everyone remembers the stories. Just give us the headlines. What were they? For those of you who don't remember the stories, <laughs> <laughs> we've got... Uh, just the headlines. We've got the It's One for the Salad and Another for the One You Believe. That's Chelsea have banned all celery at Stamford Bridge after multiple reports of dangerous salad-tossing incidents. You didn't think that was true. We've got penalty. That is Portugal I mean, defender Ruben Dias was admitted to hospital last week after impaling himself with a pen. In Benfica's pre-season friendly against Guadalajara, Dias had forgotten he'd left the pen. He'd earlier used to sign autographs tucked into his sock. And then the one that you actually went with, which was Colorado Rapids midfielder Jack Price, walked out of an interview this week when he was questioned on his intention to break into Area 51. The English footballer had tweeted an alien emoji just hours after joining the Facebook group Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. You went with that. Colorado Rapids. Is it true? <laughs> You've got it wrong. Yes. Oh. Can I this week? Oh, do you want to have a guess? I, I think it's the pen. You think it's the pen? You think it is the Portugal defender? Yeah. Impaling himself with Hang the on, pen. What yeah. did I guess? Area fifty one. Oh right, yeah. Brandon, you got it on your first episode. Wrong. Oh. I've got both of you, which is great. Oh, damn it. It is story number one. It's one for the salad. That is Chelsea have banned all celery at Stamford Bridge after multiple reports of dangerous salad tossing incidents. That's awful. Hi, hang on. So I zoned out for a second then. Yeah. Is the Chelsea salary story yes. true? Yes. Celery has been banned from Chelsea's Stamford Bridge Stadium. Chelsea, the football club, have banned celery, the food, and they, yes. from their stadium. Yes. There's a theme with your throwing things. You had pigs' heads, or what, what did you have? You had we had chickens being chickens. Around, so that was a lot city. of ravioli. <laughs> a ravioli story hasn't yeah. been true yet, but it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. We're still waiting for a ravioli-based football story to happen. I'm desperate. Imagine, imagine our 
reaction if we logged onto Sky Sports one day and we saw Ravioli, Ravioli kills Ravioli. Da, da, da. Eden Hazard loses battle to Ravioli. Yeah, disease. boom, done. It's got to be something to do with food poisoning within a camp, isn't it? Would, it? Yeah. Good shit, I like that. That's funny. I would never have suspected. So, I actually thought Area 51 was more plausible than that. To be fair, they Credit were Credit to you for coming up with that story, by Thank the way, you. the last one. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we've got twat lists to figure out. We've got a twat list. Were you just trying to look at my answers then? No, I wasn't. I think he was. I know my eyes are big, oh, but you haven't not. already got it. I can't. Have you not got it? I I think I have. I, I, I haven't given it a Do you second you think you've thought, got so. it? Well, I've, I, I know what I'm going to guess. just read the answers. No. Be honest. Did you read the answers? I swear on my life. I, it's just because I, I know what I'm going to guess. Swear on Brandon's life. I swear on Brandon's life. I haven't got much to live for. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And tune I mean, in for next week's episode where Brandon will be. Uh, <laughs> I can't go into that too much. No. Anyway, so twat list. We had clue number one, <laughs> which was instead of loving my wife, I've chosen. Right, what's your guess actually? My guess. So the first. Stop looking at my book. I had. Uh, no, I can't. I can't read upside upside down writing in 0.5 seconds. <laughs> you said. You said. Go on. Give me your clue again, and I'll tell you what I went for. <laughs> By the way, he just said, I can. <laughs> write something now. No, I can. I write something upside down right now. And I'll be... Can we not do this on the podcast? Write something, <laughs> write something upside down, I'll read it. Or show me something. Show me something, I'll read it. I won't. What was your first clue? I think everyone wants to know if I can do it. This is awful. Okay, go on. Ravioli. It says ravioli. It was right. either that was, that was luck. <laughs> <laughs> right, so clear, what was your guess? So my guess was, what was your clue again? Uh, the first one. Instead of loving my wife, I've chosen to love this heavenly entity instead. So I went with Angel, and I thought Angel because I was thinking of who actually mm-hmm. a twat to Angel. Did I get that bit right? What bit? The Angel bit. Angel. Angel. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. Good. What was your second? Uh, those SAS guys are getting. Can you just guess? Because the way I do this is that I just say where it is. I thought What's it was. Guess? I thought it was Angel Di Maria. And why would I think he's a twat? You would think he's a twat. I think, he's a, I think a lot of people do. I love him because you hate him. No, I think a lot of people do. He's a knob. Brand, See, you he's, guess? A, he's a scouser and I, he thinks honest, that. Honestly, I, I, when you, you said something about Super Army veterans, that was SAV. That's all I got from that was an acronym. So SAV. Super Army Veterans. Do you know what? That this is the problem here is that you're just writing off this feature. This is why every single person who listens to this gets this other new because no, you don't take it no, serious. You don't listen to the feedback. Well, thirty-eight people, <laughs> hundreds of people last week and said, "Well done, Baker." On a how fa- many fantastic friends and family don't count? Thirty-eight. Gav. I all I I owned all those accounts. Six was I, was, was I right with the said, South bit? You were so. Clue number one. I'm going to reveal. Instead of loving my wife, I've chosen to love this heavenly entity instead. Yeah. I'm loving angels instead. Robbie. 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 Savage. Robbie Savage. So, Super Army Veterans is S A V, otherwise known as Sav, according to Brandon, who got it right. Well done, Brandon. A really good attribute for wine, age. I went with taste. Sav taste. (laughs) Robbie Sav age. Robbie Sav taste. Robbie Savage. Uh, Robbie Savage. Fair right. play. So I want you now. Now he's Welsh. You, you keep... don't normally think anyone Welsh is bad. So uh, there are plenty of Welsh people bad. Just like there are plenty of English people who are bad and Northern Irish people who are bad and stuff. They're just a less. At least include the Irish there and are, Scottish. There are less less bad Welsh people. Debatable. Because not many Scottish people are bad. No, apart from Angus Burger. Angus Burger. Don't Angus Burger. Off with Angus Burger, man. 
Yeah, uh, so Robbie okay. Savage. I don't think it, no, you need to debate this, that much, is it? This, He's definitely no, a twat. I, no, no, no. This is where. Okay, my re- right. Okay, I don't actually think he's a twat. <laughs> this is the thing. Right. What? Scrap the feature. <laughs> no, no, no. Scrap the feature. I think everyone else thinks he's a twat, and this is my um, this is my opportunity to defend Robbie Savage because I oh, listen to no. Flint no, Savage and the Ping Pong. Flint Savage and the Ping Pong guy. People. Can you not talk over to me, please? It's very unprofessional. It's very unprofessional. Don't worry. Somehow he'll get onto Gareth Bale. Yeah, of course. Somehow. Okay. Right. So Robbie Savage, uh, I think, is uh, a twat in everyone else's eyes, which I put him on the list. But I don't think he's a twat. I think he has done very well based off his personality, and I think he's a very good football pundit. And his Fuck best you. bit. His best. <laughs> His Fuck best you. bit of football commentary came when Gareth Bell scored. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> He's a dickhead, mate. You're just nationalistic against uh, Welsh people. I like Gareth Bell. I think everyone... I think ev- Welsh. Everyone like celebrated. Have you, you've seen the video of when the referee gives a decision, swings his arm and smacks Robbie Savage Punch in the face. face. Yeah. yeah. Was he playing for Birmingham? Yeah, it would have been Birmingham, yeah. It's... Yeah, very rarely do footballers getting injured or hurt get celebrated like that when yeah. they got celebrated. No, look, Robbie Savage, he's not an awful guy. He's As a pundit, he's very, very controversial. Probably like... like Good pundit. That is very debatable. He is he's literally, controversial. He's literally he's, commentated he's, he's the Champions League final. He's entertaining, so I can watch it. Like, I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily deem him as a twat, but I wouldn't say he's the nicest guy in the world. But you think he's probably the best pundit in the world because he's Welsh. I don't think he's the one. Why? He just happens to be Welsh. Have we got anything else to wrap up? <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving on. I don't know, on. to be honest. I uh, think that's it. I think so. So we've got a, another What have we learned, mate? What have we learned? Oh, what have we learned? Right, so we've learned that, uh, unfortunately, Jack Price of Colorado Rapids does not want to storm Area 51. Because he doesn't exist. He might do, you just don't does know it officially. Does he exist? Officially. Does yeah, he, he exist. does. He, does. Yeah, he, does. Okay. he used to play for Wolves. We've for learned, more importantly, that Traore Dembele FC can exist in the Premier League. That is important. Whilst hating each other. Whilst hating each other. And I think we're going to make um, Dr. Angus Berger a regular <laughs> no, on we're our not, show. We actually, so we've learned that. I can confirm we're not. I think you should put that to the Goalpost Army on it. I definitely think we should put a, that to the Goalpost Army. On a social media fuck's sake. Yeah, definitely. It's coming your way. You got my vote. What else have we learned? We've learned that... All oh, right, okay, so our top five derbies, yeah. we actually both agreed. So we both agreed the old firm derby. And that would be really good to get everyone else's opinion on that because it is going to be controversial. Yeah, you can let us know your opinion if you want on at Goalpost number four jumpers might... on Instagram or at G4J Podcast on Twitter. We'd love it if you uh, written to us, let us know what your uh, favourite football derby is. And we might see this episode on YouTube, potentially. We don't know. Oh, I can't be bothered, if, man. You never know. If, Brandon's if head we, of our YouTube If we, can, well, if we so. can work it out, how to edit out everything in between. Yeah, you're going to see some very explicit scenes in between. But that's Mainly fine. me wiping my Who forehead. are we talking to right now? Uh, ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks We're for tuning in. To ourselves. Another episode of Goalposter Jumpers. Been an absolute pleasure, guys. Been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week yeah. for the next episode yeah. of uh, the Goalpost for Jumpers Football Podcast. See, see you later. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, Brandon. Cheers, man. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No, thanks a lot. That's <laughs> great. No, this one was a good one. See you next week. Yeah, Sorry, are we it? doing? Yeah. No, we're gonna, yeah. Sorry. See we'll finish it there. Just okay. Wait, don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm j- I was just going to press stop. I'm just going to press stop now. I would have done it a long time ago. <laughs> okay, I'm going to press it now. Stepping, it's all over. 
Mit der Frau.